This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Run up on Free FM, RFM, and MP. Uh, as always, I'm Grady, and live on Skype, we've got Josh. Hey. Uh, we're going to change up the formula a little bit this week. Uh, we're going to jam in all of Raw, SmackDown, and NXT that we can before our song, because uh, when we come back to it, I did want to dedicate a little bit of time. I know we don't usually do this. Uh, a little bit of, little bit of spice on the end uh, to talk about AEW's all-out pay-per-view that they just had. Um, but we are going to start off with Raw, and we are going to start off with the the marathon tag team turmoil match uh, that ran throughout the night. I'm just going to run top to bottom on the results just to, to catch everybody up if you didn't watch it. Uh, the New Day beat the Viking Raiders, then the New Day beat Mahal and Veer, then the New Day beat the Lucha House Party, and then the New Day beat Mason T-Bar, and then we jumped on later in the night, and then the New Day beat Ali and Mansoor, and then... Styles and Omos upset the run to defeat the New Day, and then as a last-minute addition, Lashley and MVP show up, take out the entire match just by picking up one win and earn themselves a tag team title opportunity. Yeah, that's going to be real interesting, especially since they also announce that Lashley's next opponent is Randy Orton. They both thought it would be cool to be double champ. Yeah. And we knew... Obviously, that that Goldberg Lashley was going to be something down the line, probably in the October show. Uh, so we were questioning, you know, who was going to be that Extreme Rules opponent. Uh, I'll be honest, before before this week, I don't think I would have picked Randy Orton. No, but it makes sense. And they also did something else with this match too. They started hinting at a main event run for Omos hmm. because Omos choke slammed the WWE champion. Yeah, it's a pretty big target for him to, to go straight at. Um, and yeah, who knows what's going to happen with Omos um, after the AJ Styles stuff eventually comes to an end. Um, I, I personally don't think Lashley and MVP are going to pick up the titles just because RK-Bro uh, just got them. Um, but I also don't see Randy Orton picking up the WWE Championship either. Yeah, so I think it's a fair match, just set of matches just to have each champion retain, but still there'd be an element of question about each one match. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know if we, I don't think we got a date on the Raw Tag Team title opportunity, um, but I believe the WWE opportunity is going to be at Extreme Rules. Um, not 100% sure on that as well either. Uh, but potentially we could see them both on the same night. Absolutely. Um, I do think that this is a situation where I think it's more about building for the future mm. while also rebuild, making sure Lashley remains strong. And besides, as they always say, it only takes one to, to end uh, a championship reign. One ain't enough, I need five. 
Well, the thing is, is that it could only it could be that the three most dangerous letters in WWE could end up resulting in Big E becoming champion. Yeah, I'll I'll keep crossing my fingers for that cash in, um, because the New Day. You would have just heard me mention their name a whole lot talking about their tag team turmoil match. They ran through the division. Yeah, um, they certainly did. By the way, how about the pop when Omas tagged in? <laughs> I, I think the I think it's a case like I what we were talking about uh, Riddle and potentially getting the briefcase, which Big E won. Mm-hmm. It was the crowd was beginning to get momentum behind Riddle. Yeah. It's the same way it's working. This whole thing with AJ has worked wonders for Omos. Omos has shown he can do a few things. He, he doesn't have to be a five-star wrestler every single match. Because that's not his body type. Let's face it. Guys that are seven feet tall aren't going to put on a five-star match unless your name is The Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can still have competitive really good stories. You can have great matches, even if they're not quote-unquote five stars. Yeah, I think the... It might be the cliched thing, right? But the the obvious storyline path, at least for Omos's first single storyline, will be some form of breakup with AJ Styles. Um, and that should be able to show Omos, you know, we've said it a million times, right? Styles could wrestle a broom um, and do amazing. So put him in there with Omos, and presumably they're going to come out with a bit of gold. Not championship gold, obviously. Uh, a golden match. Yeah, so we're, I think this is the beginning of the rocket pack being strapped to Omos. And who knows, he may have himself a diesel moment where he beats Bobby Lashley in eight seconds and wins the title. <laughs> it's possible, we can't count it out. Uh, but now we're going to just jump over to SmackDown because we had uh, the Universal Champion in action up against Finn Balor. Uh, the Demon King not able to seal the deal. Nope. At least not this version of the of him. That's true. I uh, erroneously referred to him as the Demon King. I believe he's the prince at the moment. Uh, I was getting ahead of myself here because will we see... The return. It's likely. It questions all have to be do with Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what the um, what everything is going for here. I mean, Balor would be really made a mega star if he could take down Reigns, even if he had to go the demon route to do it. Um, I don't think Brock really cares one way or the other for the title, <laughs> if it's if it's involved or not. But all the teases and everything it's dealt with, um, I think it's to they're telling a fantastic story right now, um, and that Finn's in a good spot, mm-hmm. even if he didn't manage to win the title here. I, I guess the question is if Finn Balor does pull out the Demon King, if the Demon comes out of him at Extreme Rules. Will we see a new Universal Champion, or do you think that Roman Reigns could topple the Demon? The um, I'm going to cop out and say both could happen. Either <laughs> one could happen. Um, Reigns is on such a hot streak, I could see him being the first person on the main roster to beat the Demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, the Demon has supernatural powers, seemingly. Uh, so, 
and hasn't lost on the main roster. It's lost in NXT, but it hasn't lost on the main roster. It could very well be the way they take the title off of, of Reigns with maybe some help from Lesnar. Um, and then we get a Reigns-Lesnar uh, match with no title at some event down the road. And Balor gets to be the undisputed king of SmackDown. Hopefully this time he'll hold the Universal Championship for a little bit longer. Yeah, he'll hold it for 25 hours instead of 24. Sounds fair. Uh, you mentioned there, obviously, uh, Finn Balor lost as the uh, the Demon King on NXT. Then I'm going to use that as my segue to move on into NXT uh, because we had quite a few cool segments throughout the night uh, surrounding this bachelor party, uh, bachelorette party, and this upcoming wedding of Dexter Loomis and uh, Indy Hartwell slash Indy Wrestling. What can we say? Um, NXT knows how to make a hilarious comedy segments, and as we go into our eventual reboot, um, this is a great way to end out the original um, segment with with probably the most iconic thing that, that uh, wrestling can do that's not involved in matching <laughs> in a match. Just a wedding that you know is going to go wrong. Something's going to go wrong, and unfortunately for Loomis. He's going to end up being left at the altar somehow. What if it doesn't? What if it just works out for them? Then it wouldn't be a wrestling wedding. Uh, okay. Okay. I guess. Uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. As you say, next week is that uh, debut episode of the, the reboot, the new branding, the new everything. Um, and who knows? what it is going to hold, but I, I believe you are probably right here. It does not hold happiness in the future of Dexter Loomis. Uh, but at least he got a little bit this episode where he was able to to high-five Johnny Gargano and, and bond with his future father-in-law for even a moment. <laughs> yeah, this is just hilarious. Um, you reach the highest highs before you fall to the lowest lows. Um... Also, also on NXT, um, we've got a title match set up for next week. Uh, as a part of that reboot as well, Frankie Monet will be getting an NXT Women's title shot. Uh, we, we keep talking about, you know, in Raquel running through the entire division and no one really being left. Is Frankie Monet the person who is going to take the belt off of Raquel Gonzalez? Possible, but I think the person that might do it Wrestled their first match on NXT this week. Are you talking about the downright scary <laughs> leader of Tian Sha? Uh, yeah, me, me Ying. Yes, yes, I am. Yep. Uh, if she chooses to go for the title, I don't think anybody can stop her. They couldn't. They certainly couldn't knock her off her feet in this first match. Um, we we just got to see, I guess, how she develops, right? Because, um, she's got this creepy aura around her as sort of this unstoppable force um and if you if you just look at like boa and zaya lee by her side they were pretty formidable on their own uh so when you look at two people who have been as dominant as they have and then you look at their leader who is even stronger it seems as though they're gonna get whatever they want and raquel should really hope that, that what they want isn't the nxt women's championship 
Yeah, I think that's the eventual... They have to at least have somebody from that group try to get gold. Otherwise, what's the point of the group in, in general? And to with dominate and, and torment. And with um, Zia Lee injured, um, they have to now run with Ying. Yeah, well, I you ask, you know, what's the purpose of that group? What's the future of that group? I also have no... Uh, no clue. They've been around for quite a while now, and I just hope that in the rebrand and in the reshuffle that they don't get lost because, um, I'm, I'm all behind Zia Lee, um, at least in the, in the main. And so if they continue what they're doing with her, with, uh, with Ying, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be great and another, another part of my sort of favorite parts of NXT. Uh, and then the last match of, uh, of NXT prior to the rebrand, we got a title match. Uh, I do wonder if we're going to end and start with a title match, but, uh, MSK, they, they successfully defended their NXT tag team titles, uh, once again, this time against Birch and Lorcan. Uh, who's going to take down MSK at this point? Cause it looks like Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland want next. I have no idea, really. Uh, all I can tell you is this is that MSK is starting to run out of opponents to face because they've beaten pretty much everybody who's come up to them. Uh, that said, yeah, I could see uh, Dunn and Allen facing them uh, and definitely be... Um, but I have a feeling that since they turned on Lorcan and Birch, they're going to feud with each other, so that leaves MSK without an opponent right now. True. Um, I guess they could just revert to Champa and Thatcher again. Because it does seem like a lot of their opponents are intertwined with each other already, like Hit Row are already still going up against Legado del Fantasma, which takes out two of the teams as well. Uh, as you say, if Dunn and Holland will be going up against Birch and Lorcan, that takes out another two teams. Um, it's It's not necessarily that they are completely out of contenders, it's just their contenders are a little busy at the moment. Yeah, and it's also possible they could be just waiting, buying their time until they build the Creed Brothers up enough mm. to be able to face uh, the champs. Maybe that's going to be the gold that uh, the Diamond Mind is able to capture first. Yeah, yeah, because they dominated um, in a tag team match the Creed Brothers did uh, against local competitors. Quotation marks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll have to see what is going to be the future, especially heading into this rebrand to see what changes up. Uh, it's hard to look too far into the future when we don't quite know where every, all the chips are going to land next week. Um, but because we don't believe that we're going to be able to celebrate the wedding next week, uh, we're going to prematurely play Dexter Loomis's entrance theme this week because I'm sure he will not be celebrating seven days from now. Uh, so that theme is planned for you now.
and you're back to Wrestling Roundup on FreeFM, RFM, and MPR. I'm Grady, he's Josh, and we've still got a little bit of a chunk of the show to go uh, just to talk about some AEW stuff uh, and some things that happened at All Out. Um, I'll, I'll just jump in at least a main part here, the Casino Battle Royal. Uh, 21-woman Battle Royal winner gets a woman's world title shot. Um a lot of good talent in this match. Um, I ended up going back and watching this again. Quite enjoyed it. Anna Jay returning the week before. Um, Jamie Hayter starting to get a bit more ring time in there as well. Uh, but ultimately, uh, the winner of that match, Ruby Soho, uh, formerly known as Ruby Riot, uh, after making her debut and, uh, gonna be going up against Dr. Britt Baker. Running thing, folks. Uh, it's just another ex WWE person to shove down their current rosters, another peg down with this. Although in Ruby's case, we both agreed she deserved more than what she got in WWE. So, and we were fine. I think even said if she goes to AEW, it'll be fine because they need more bodies in their women's division anyway. But then they do this. They could have had her come, come out, start storylines. And work her way up the card. Nope. They do a, have her debut in a battle royal with a title match on the line and wins it. I'm going to be the, the voice of positivity throughout this. Uh, I realize very quickly. Um, but I will also note this week on Dynamite straight after this. Uh, she she got her butt kicketh uh, by the, the dentist's office as a whole. Uh, and had some friends come to the save, Chris Statlander and Riho, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I, I think, if anything, ignoring the, the title shot, which personally I don't think she will actually end up winning, um, there was just so many potential matchups that you saw in those sign- sort of final matches. And the final two, Ruby Soho and Thunder Rosa, uh, even though we only got to see them go at it for a little while at that end of that Battle Royal, um, Still a very interesting match that I I would love to see. Um, both of them amazing talents in that women's division. Uh, just because uh, sometimes I want to give Josh a little bit of ammo. Sometimes I don't. This time I do. You want to talk about how Paul White just sort of punched QT Marshall a little bit? Uh, yeah, we have a 50-year-old that just squashed one of their young gu- guns. That's in well, QT minutes. Marshall ain't that young. Uh, yeah, but he, but, he okay. compared to Paul White, he is. <laughs> Look, it was a match on the card. That's that's my only comment on it. Um, for for a card that was full of um, amazing matches and stuff that I enjoyed top to bottom, Paul White being the second to last match, just sort of squashing QT. Not not necessarily on the top of my list of moments to talk about, but I thought I'd give you a little bit of ammo. Well, you know exactly why it was there. It's to cool the crowd down from the previous match before the final match. That's true. They they were pretty hot after they got the uh, the in ring return of CM Punk taking on Darby Allen. Yeah, I sh- I totally should taunt Darby Allen while I, I see him at the convention this weekend with <laughs> CM Punk chance. Um, it was it was a good match. I. There's there's still obviously a little bit of cobweb, but everybody's gonna have that after seven years. Um I think the the pacing was probably the biggest cobweb for me watching it, but overall, uh great return. Um 
Both of them remained faces. There was no turn, no just about swore there. Uh, no ducky ducky uh, stuff happening. Nice and easy, and uh, presume both of them will will move on from this, and this will be the one and done for their feud. Yeah, I will say this compared to another match on this uh, this card. Uh, Punk did more for for uh, Darby in six weeks. It's been what six weeks or four weeks, whatever, however long it's been. <laughs> the uh, short amount of time. Yeah. Then. Uh, Jericho's done from MJF the entire year. That's an oof. Yeah. Um, I have a, f- yeah, yeah, and again, it's more ammunition. It's like, you, you realize you have a huge talent here in MJF, but you refuse to put him over anybody. Hold on, did you just say something positive about a member of the AEW roster? Do I have to go bring up the devil and see if hell's frozen over? No, I, we, we've said before, we like MJF. Yeah, I'm just taking the mic. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I I am very confused by this result more than anything. I think we I, had the five labors. We had everything leading up to it. It just made sense if Jericho was going to retire here and MJF was going to be the guy to do it. Yeah. I think had it been not that stipulation and not been on the match, mm. I think MJF does win there. But because it would be requiring him to retire, I... Jericho couldn't lose there. There's only so many years left on him. Yes, probably. Sh- Honestly, he should have retired a couple years ago, but that's discussion for another time. Um, but yeah, it's it's just again an ex WWE guy goes over their homegrown talent and just knocks them down in their peg. And what can you say? I mean, it was a basically a running thing throughout the entire night. Um, I. I will note MJF did go over it, obviously not in the, the pinnacle match of this feud, but he did go over um, during the labors of Jericho to get here, um, which is how the stipulation got on there. Jericho wanted his like, one last shot. He, he didn't get through all the labors, so he didn't get there. Uh, sort of storyline, uh, but this was the big one. Uh, this is their uh, WrestleMania, arguably. Um and so, yeah, it, I don't know. Chris Jericho's been doing more and more commentary. It seems as though that may be where he ends up. Um, so I, I personally wouldn't be disappointed if Jericho did go out, you know, last week at All Out and moved into a commentary position, training position, booking position, and stuff like that. I still think he's a, a great wrestling mind and a lot that he could add to the wrestling business. But as we can say, you know, as you do miles on your body and you've only got so many miles left. Yeah, uh, what more can we say here? It's just, uh, Jericho beating MJF by submission, making him tap out, just making him look weaker. We had the former TNT champion lose to the returning CM Punk, which we all knew was going to happen because there's no way CM Punk loses his first match back after seven years. But still, it's just an ex-WWE guy beats an AEW guy. Uh, one thing I will note about that Punk and Ab Derby match, just uh, I made my girlfriend watch uh, some Rampage and some Dynamite and stuff, um, and this was the only match she was hyped for. This was the, if I am missing this match, wake me up so I can come out and watch it match. Um, it was the only thing she cared about. She like tuned out and stopped caring when Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage came on. 
Um, it was it was all about Punk and Darby. Yeah, it's and by the way, I think it would be more. I think the next match for Punk should be. Mm. I think if you want to go big matches with Punk, you can't get much bigger than the Legend Stink. Fair. Um, it's a, it already felt more like it was Punk versus Sting anyway. Just <laughs> give us the match we want, and that's that. And then we can, and then yeah, I guess we have to talk about the debut in the uh, AEW World Championship match, don't we? Yeah, that is, we're running out of time, so I will just quickly run down what happened at the end of the show. It was Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage for the AEW World Championship. Uh, Kenny Omega, after about 22 minutes, comes out with the win, defeating Christian Cage. Uh, beat down segment, then uh, we get the AEW debut of Adam Cole. Uh jumping ship over but he decides to join the elite uh, and helps beat down jurassic express and then we get a second debut to end out the show as uh brian danielson comes down to the ring joins the good guys stands tall at the end of the show uh and then this week on dynamite as well it seems like there's still this the six versus six kind of feud happening with jurassic express christian uh frankie kazarian and uh christian cage sort of taking on this uh sorry and brian danielson taking on this uh six of the elite as well yeah um somebody needs to remind adam cole what happened the last time he dealt with the elite because uh they kicked him out of the group yeah but he's back now uh unless they want to do a uh destroy them from the inside storyline which they've already done multiple times on AEW. Oh, I said yeah. their name. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm not cutting it either. I'm keeping it in there. I'll even loop it four more times so people can hear it. Um, I don't I don't quite know. Obviously, like, uh, BTE, storyline-wise, uh, I think he died and he was a ghost. Uh, and they made reference to that. And they had a seance to bring him back uh, on this last episode of BTE as well. Um, in terms of AEW storyline i guess adam cole's never been around um so they just sort of introduce him as an old friend all right i will say i'll give you a, a an offer for me oh. to actually say their name properly and constantly going forward not accidentally okay yeah put the title on hangman page prove to <laughs> we me we all want it prove to me that you actually do mean what you say and put the title on a non Ex WWE guy or non elite guy. I, I and, think and by maybe elite, in six I mean months the, you can say it. And by, when I say elite, I mean non VP elite. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'll get back to you in about six to eight months when that finally happens. Because uh, he's got to finish up with the Dark Order first. He's got a cult to go put back together. Um, but someday you'll be able to say AEW regularly on the show. Because someday that will happen. Uh, just probably not anytime soon. I will put you out of your misery, though, because we are uh, actually over time. So it is time to wrap it up. It's been great talking to you. Bye, B. You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash wrestling rnd up, or our Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash wrestling rnd up, or our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash wrestling rnd up. And we will see you next week. Still try to topple the kingdom that we own Outnumbered without gunning We're fearless and crap stuff
For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.